0: at LuckyLandSlots.com Available to players in the U.S. Excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw group void are prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus so it's uh, all for play for still i think so do you want to bet against us
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the, for the Love of Paul McGrath podcast. Out of sheer boredom, I said pop on and I do a quick little five-minute podcast. Something that we've been threatening to do for a while, myself and Patty. We are pretty interested in the in the pre-match press conferences, post-match press conferences, and stuff like that. And what we wanted to do was maybe um, do a little press conference just highlighting, or do a little podcast just highlighting what was said in the pre-match press conferences uh, ourselves. So I very much know that I'm... I'm usually known to say this will only be a short podcast, maybe ten, fifteen 15 minutes and then it take an hour. This will only be a short podcast. So Stephen Jarrett met the media today um, prior to the Leicester game. It was quite a lengthy interview with the, that he had with them. It was nearly 18 minutes and uh, there was... Some bits of substance in it, and there was other bits that were maybe weren't. Uh, there was some really some strange questions he was asked about the Manchester United job, uh, Eric Ten Hag, and and bits and pieces which I thought was strange. You come to an Aston Villa and Leicester press conference, I personally don't want to hear him talk about, about Manchester United. That's just me, um, but he was asked about Manchester United, which I felt very strange. And in fairness, he answered it pretty well. He said it was none of his business and um, what goes on at that club. And also, that he felt that the people of Manchester didn't give, didn't care uh, what he had to say about their club. Too, uh, while he was happy with the results, the Liverpool results during the week, um, he did mention that he was happy with that. But overall, I think. Um, the, the tenure of the podcast or the of the press conference itself, should I say, was that he's looking for a positive result at the weekend. I don't think he was ever going to say anything different. He praised Lester quite a lot. He said he's a lot of respect for um for Brendan Rodgers. Um, he said he's of respect for uh, the Leicester team. He referenced uh, the game that they, we played previously where we scored from set pieces. Uh, we came back from one goal down and that JJ had the goal goal disallowed. He made reference that he still doesn't think that goal should be disallowed. And I 100% agree with him as well. Um, he was asked some questions as well about... Um, you know, where he feels the issues are happening at the moment. He said he's not going to point fingers at individuals. It's about collective blame and collective praise. When we win, we celebrate together. When we lose, we we lose together. And Just a pretty much stock answer, I think, from any, any team manager uh, within the Premier League and one that I would have expected him to give as as well. He said that the reality is that there's no feeling sorry for yourself in the Premier League. You just got to go back and you got to got try and win games as well. Reference the fact, or he was asked questions as well on the fact that over the last four games, we've conceded nine goals. But the previous four games to that we'd scored nine goals and conceded none as well. He referenced that we are too inconsistent. He thinks he knows what the what we have to do with this team and what this team needs to progress as well. Um, he's expecting a good team from Leicester at the weekend. He went into a bit of detail as well, and, and I never wrote down the numbers, but he said that there's been quite a lot of changes uh, in ch- changes to their team over the last few months. Um, he referenced the fact that they are going on a very, very good European run, which is true at the moment, and they're playing Aston Villa at the weekend. Will they really be focused on Villa or will they be looking forward to, I think, it's Roma who they play in the coming um the coming week. But he said that he's not going to worry about that. That's a job for their team and their backroom team to worry about how they're going to shuffle the deck in that aspect. He's just worried about Aston Villa and how Aston Villa performed there as well. Um, he spoke about some people who are going to be out of the team. He spoke that Bertrand Shorey picked up an injury. Uh, seems to be happening all too common for Bertrand Shore at the moment. And also for Morgan Sanson, somebody who I suppose a lot of people are asking questions. Can he do a job in the midfield? And, you know, time is running out for him at the moment with regards to his, I I think his future at Aston Villa and him picking up another injury and going to help his cause. Cause, um, it's going to be a big off season for him if he is going to stay around at Aston Villa Football Club but he is out injured as well Courtney House is another one long-term injury still seems to be out as well uh, just signed a new contract as well during the season remember so uh, people who think that maybe Courtney House might be one for the door I, I don't know unless that contract was signed to protect his transfer value I'm not 100 percent sure, but he's injured anyway as well. Luke Dean is out also, as we know, he had surgery on his broken collarbone. There was reports that didn't come from this press conference, but there are reports that he could be back before the end of the season, which would be a good shot in the arm if you'll excuse the pun um, for the team as well, because we need everybody that we. Uh, that that we can get. Um, Stephen Gerrard also referenced the fact that he's aware there's six defeats in these last nine games as well. uh That the that the league is streaky. That we have been streaky. It's nice to hear him mention that. It's nice to hear him not make excuses for that. Although I would really really like him not to have to be asked those questions. And we just win more games than we lose. That would all that would be the the uh, the best thing that could happen. Um, on the field that would help us not have to um. Not have to answer questions like that. Um he bemoaned actually there was a part of the interview where he mentioned that it's been a stop start t- tenure to his time in Aston Villa he almost you know bemoaned the fact that liverpool have gone so far in the fa cup and the fact that we had no game this weekend he felt that you know that it's been very stop start with international breaks and things like that as well and it's something that i didn't fully evaluate and look at so much but he does have a point you know that um it's not a traditional way that, that this portion of the season would go um, with a lot of the stop start nature of the games that we've had but look once again he said that there isn't an excuse you just games are there you got to win them and then you got to accumulate the most amount of points which is which is fair as well he spoke about uh he spoke about uh he was asked directly about uh jj ramsey and he mentioned that he was aware of the ramsey family which was an interesting comment as well the fact that we obviously have aaron ramsey and and the younger brother whose name always escapes me still on the books but he mentioned that he was aware of the ramsey family he mentioned the under 18 team that got to the fa cup final last season and he also said that uh that the JJ was obviously somebody that was on his radar. He mentioned Kearney as well by name, which, you know, maybe hopefully is a promising sign that maybe we're getting something done with the contract there. He spoke about how JJ Ramsey has been has been really building on his game where his goal against Arsenal really made him stand up and look and go, whoa, this guy is able to put one in the top corner from, you know, in in such a big game. And then when he became, that was before he was manager of Aston Villa. And then when he began to manage him, he said up close and personal, you can actually see how good he can be. The type of person he is, the physical stature he has, the ability he has in the team. And that's nice to hear about one of our homegrown players. He also referenced that he wants to protect him as a player. He wants the, him to do his, his talking on the field and, uh, he, you know, he wants him to continue to keep on learning to become the best person that he can possibly be, uh, whether on the field or not. Also, other questions that he was asked about were summer transfer window. He wanted to know, did the maybe some speculation have an effect on players? And was there an effect on the squad, considering that we're being spoken about spending money in the summer? Um, he said that no matter what club you're at, players have to approach that, that that's part of being a professional footballer essentially. Um, he said that we've got really good good owners that are full alignment from top to bottom. He name-checked Johan and Christian Perslow as well. And he said that appraisals are essentially going on of new players as they're going on of the current players that we have. And he's only really focusing on what he has because he needs to win games over the next, next seven games. And I like that, the way that he's consistently referencing that, listen, I need to win games over the next seven, over the last seven games that we have because... Uh, he does, you know, and we can't be coasting into into a summer as well because that's not going to do anybody any favors, whether it's our off-field business or our on-field business, ain't going to do us any favors in that aspect as well. Um, there was a portion of the of the press conference where he spoke about Jack Grealish, and I didn't really like look. It, it it may be uninteresting to some people, but I didn't feel there was any need to really bring it up. I didn't think like. He spoke about not making excuses, but there was like, it was kind of a strange, strange portion of the press conference. There was no real need to bring up about the Jack Grealish thing. He didn't manage Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish wasn't here when he was with the club. But one, one real interesting thing that he did say was that obviously we lost Jack Grealish and we've replaced him with three players. And he did more or less, he didn't name check them, but he said the three players that we've brought in were waiting for them to explode. They haven't done it yet. And I think that that's a shot across the bow of the likes of Danny Danny excuse me, and Bailey and Bundia to say listen we need more of you. Now he did reference injuries as well with regards to the three and the three of them have been injured since he's come into the club, but he is right and it's good to hear him say that that listen these guys haven't haven't fired and haven't exploded for us and we're hoping we can get them to explode over the last seven games because we need to see something from from these three players and that was nice nice to hear as well. So still looking for um Still uh, optimistic and uh, optimistic of a top 10 finish. But um, altogether, probably a very indescript, indescript uh, press conference from Steven Gerrard. Uh, very much all about doing his talking on the field. And I think that's uh, what we can probably expect to hear from from, from here on in but we will be doing these we will be doing little short podcasts on the press conferences going through what was said what wasn't said what our inferences were what our thoughts are uh, over the next couple of weeks as we end the season this is something we're going to bring into next season as well so uh, everybody thank you so much for watching this also you can follow us along in the audio podcast this will most likely a lot of the times these will be on the audio podcast so if you enjoy this and you want to hear what our breakdown is of the press conference please check out our audio podcast on Apple Spotify, Spotify spotify or on the sports social podcast network as well we would be delighted to have you over there so thanks very much guys we'll be back tomorrow with a team sheet tantrum before the leicester game and until then all that's left to say is up the villa